Welcome to the Two Watch Who podcast. My name's Mark. My name's Sarah. And I am a Doctor Who fan and have been for a long time. <laughs> a long time. And I'm new to Who. Yes. I swear I you used to say how long you've been a fan. Are you like covering your age now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, yeah, I've been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just conveying that <laughs> that that I am I'm not new to who you are like not you are <laughs> well actually well you're not as new because you've done the whole of the first series in theory I've done a year's worth of of who <laughs> a year's worth of who yeah a whole year not so um, so how are you finding it I think I'm I'm get because we do it in chunks I'm now getting used to what the format is for every single episode structure. And that's getting a little bit boring. Or it was for season one. This one didn't feel that. Yeah, you sort of know the land explore captured sort of scenario. Yeah. Well, I I was going to ask, are you enjoying it? We'll go back, go forth. Like, it's like I could almost write down what I think will happen before it like happens, if that makes sense. I can almost write down what the next episode structure will be before it's happened. Um, but I think that's because if you were doing it week on week, you wouldn't, if that makes sense. But I think you're still you're still um watching this not knowing what's coming up. So you still don't know See, I was just thinking this. I haven't told you how long each Doctor's episode, how long the first Doctor's going to last. No. How many stories, how many stories the regulars are going to last for. No. So I think you are, you watching it for the first time in in order like this is the best way to do it. Yeah. Because you are discovering it as as you go along. I mean, yeah, there are going to be repetitive bits, but you don't know what's going to happen. What was interesting is... um, seeing it and seeing it find its feet and actually because of now we're going to be doing season two this felt very different yeah series two yeah so this is well it's series two of who and series two of this podcast (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it felt it felt really different and I think if I'd have been jumping in and out and watching different episodes I wouldn't have realize that i think what if i'd have been jumping out and suddenly watched a series one and then maybe watch series three or i don't know but i think i'd have got i've been about oh well that one's a bit boring oh well, but actually watching them in order i think i appreciate the character development the way the stories have developed but my criticism is towards the end like i think that's why i was a little bit bored of not bored, but I think that's why I didn't enjoy the revolution, the French one, as much. Because by that point, I now know what the structure is of all the episodes. I think this, going into this series, well, I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but I think it will start to change. Yeah. Because behind the scenes stuff starts to change. Producers change. Yeah. Writers change as well as... 
maybe some of the cast changes in this series as well. So Yeah, and I think as well that's why Keys and Marinus was one of my favourites. That didn't follow the same format as the others. Well, lots of exciting things, and this is still my favourite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I was just saying, we are still recording in isolation, so we are watching <laughs> together, which is my absolute favourite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So we could like react live, but this is the next best thing, watching <laughs> and then over and then the discussing. We are as well. So we're talking on Zoom as well, so that yeah. we, this is as close as we can get to talking together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but yeah, but I don't get your live reactions to Barbara, unfortunately. <laughs> or Susan. <laughs> or Susan now. So let's go into today's story. <laughs> oh, can I ask before we go in, what was the gap between season one and season two? Or did it just roll? I think there was a gap. And maybe like a summer break. So maybe. So they got holiday and summer break? Like six weeks or something. They got holiday but, and summer break? Well, yeah, there was like a, a, yeah, they had like a summer holiday. Ah. But I think they filmed. They might have filmed this and the next one and left and had it go over to the next series. So it wasn't, in terms of production, Yeah, yeah. I think they would have gone straight from Reign of Terror to this. But in terms of transmission, I think there was a gap. Right. I will look that up for next time. Um, but this was the beginning of the second series. So, yeah, yeah maybe six weeks okay. gap on okay. TV. Yeah. But this does feel sort of fresh. Yeah, oh yeah, it feels completely different. So, yeah, Planet of Giants. Well, we ended up, well, we finished with the Reign of Terror. It didn't go into anything, did it? It no. finished with the Doctor's speech saying, oh, we're off wandering in, into space. That was like a nice end of series. Um, and then, well, we went into this. <laughs> we went into, literally, we went into it. What do you mean, close the door? So, do you know what? I Because we haven't talked about this since we haven't watched this together, this is the first time we're catching up about it. I just want to go into that beginning TARDIS scene. Yeah. Right? Because they're in the TARDIS and something happens with the controls. Susan has to go and check what the fault is. The doors open on their own. And you know, in my mind, I was like, oh, no, you're going to think this is like Edge of Destruction again. <laughs> because it, it's the so went wrong, the doors yeah. went wrong. They all went a bit funny. It was like a mini Edge of Destruction those first few minutes. Yeah, and it's a short episode. Like, it's only three. Like, Edge of Destruction yeah. was only two. So, no, you're right. Um, but I thought, I didn't think it was going to be because it's the start. Yeah. So, um, and the title... I knew they were going to be out. Yeah, it gives it it gives it more of a clue, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, for this one, um, I I only watched this when it first came out on DVD. I've only seen it about once before properly. Uh, so I I enjoyed this actually. Yeah, I did. It, was, it went so quick. Yeah, it did for these it did. three episodes. It was really good. It was really different um, to all the others. Like, I spent a long time working out how they did it. Well, with the, yeah, because it, it, it was very clever. I mean, great in terms of the make, the set and everything. I think if you're going to be a bit nitpicky, 
maybe the sizes didn't match up to what they were oh god no supposed to be but that's fine sometimes okay if we're going to use reference cats the movie (laughs) (laughs) like modern cats that just came out the movie some of those didn't even match up so like that's that's quite a common thing like um so i'm i'm not gonna like hit them on the head for that but um no i i like there were points of it where i was like how have they done this like have they built all these sets because there were some things that were only for like not even a minute and I, i was i was thinking did they build all these just for that tiny moment or mm. they use some sort of computer thing already. Like I genuinely was like, I could, yeah. I so if I was like it, in the sixties yeah. watching this, I'd have been blown away. Smaller. We have been reduced roughly to the size of an inch. An inch. It's a really good adventure for, and you you do get into that with working out what things are and how uh, you know. And it was a sink for me. I did, yeah, the sink stuff. Yeah, great when they're when they're coming in and out the sink and stuff. And I was thinking, yeah, when when the doctor and Susan were in the sink, I was thinking, have have they built a sink? Like, have they built that, or are they are they like are they compute not computer generated, but are they like green screen? Like, but did they have that in the sixties? I genuinely was like, how have they done this? It's so clever, and yeah, you should say it is different to what. We're not historical. We're not future. We're this sort of. I think that's the three different categories you get at the moment. You get historical, you get future, or you get the sort of other sideways, which is your your destructions and your planet of giants, which are a bit. We've not really had sideways. This is. Well, edge of destruction, I would say, is sideways. I'd say edge of destruction is nothing. (laughs) Okay. Like, but then also the the contemporary setting, we haven't had that really. If it is sort of supposed to be contemporary with the scientists and things, I wasn't so bothered about the scientists' um, involved storyline. Yeah, I was just more about following the the regulars and how they're going to get out of the situation. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think because that was now it was set in modern day, but like you say, sideways. So. So, yeah, actually, Edge of Destruction, I put as future because okay, it was yeah, set yeah, it right at the end of the yeah, end I of suppose. time. Yeah, it, was, so, it wasn't anything. Yeah. Like, all we've had is few, very future or past. We've not had anything that really felt weirdly different on a, no. on a similar timeline to what we're on, mm. um, which I think is what modern day Hugh. Why do I keep saying Hugh? <laughs> <laughs> who is this Hugh that I'm talking about? <laughs> Modern day who um, lives in. Modern day who quite often is within our own timeline. It does, yeah. It feels, you're right, it feels more like a what the new series would do with a sort of contemporary and then something unusual happening. And you don't get that very much. And This is quite an unusual one. For for a sixties, for even well, for a classic, really, you don't get that very much. Well, not the, at this time. No. Um. So yeah, it is something different. So it's good that they are still doing newer new stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the the effects were amazing, and that the the ants and the fly. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. 
I mean, they're obviously yeah. props. They're obviously like built props. Yeah, but they are good. But and they're like, good. Kids in the sixties. Where in the sixties are we then? In this, like sixty-four. Oh, I've got it right here. This was broadcast October to November nineteen sixty-four. Yeah, like it's it's really good. It's really yeah. good. So, yeah. no, I think I think it's great. I was and really this was surprised. Actually, um, was going to be four episodes and they filmed it as four episodes but then in the editing they cut it down they said the story wasn't I don't know something wrong with the script or the story so they edited it down into three yeah, yeah. which I think really does help yeah I think four would have been too long it just worked yeah. but actually this kind of proves our point where we've watched some in season one and they've just been too long we've said sometimes yeah. they're just that episode too long I think if this had been four it would have just got a bit boring, them being that small. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. The novelty sort of does, it would have worn off a little bit, I think. Yeah. Looking into the characters, so it's interesting what we were saying in The Reign of Terror about Susan not really doing very much. Barbara was was sort of a bit higher in your estimations at the end of the last series. Yeah, yeah. This one, they seem to be quite equal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Susan was actually quite capable but then Barbara was less capable. Yeah, yeah. I think that's sixties writing as well. <laughs> I like, I've, and I think I've just settled. I've just settled on that now. I've just accepted that. I don't think I can. Like, I've just accepted that. That's what that is. Um, I've come to that settlement. <laughs> like um, Ian. Yeah. This is sort of his area. He's the science teacher. Yeah, right? yeah. It's quite nice to have his. Barbara's had her history teacher stuff. No, it's a me and time. He gets to read a couple of formulas and yeah, <laughs> you know, do do his thing. Um, but, but I would say Barbara stands out in in this when Barbara gets the poison on her. Yeah, and doesn't tell anybody. Don't you think that's a real? That was a that was the standout bit for me. Well, I mean, it was foolish. Of course, it makes it all the more dangerous for us. Why do you say that? Well, whatever killed those insects could easily kill us. Gosh, the doctor said something like that. I, I'd forgotten. Well, don't touch anything, eh? <laughs> when she collapsed, I was thinking, oh no, you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. But that this is the Barbara of the radiation. This is radiation Barbara from the Daleks. For me, yeah, she's trying to go through. She's going through this. She's in this situation which she never thought she'd ever be in and she's actually and she's too scared to say oh i've got this on me she doesn't tell anybody nobody notices and she just sort of suffers in silence for ages and ages then obviously she collapses <laughs> it's the radiation barber for me but a brave radiation barbara but are you not having any of that <laughs> um i mean she's been doing it for a year now so she should know better <laughs> <laughs> some of that sympathy's gone away now i never had sympathy though um no i think i hear you i hear you um but no <laughs> <laughs> no i think then- i don't know i think right okay actually there are some right there are some really interesting things in terms of the characters the doctor has is a lot more compassionate, particularly with Barbara. 
I don't know if you noticed that quite often, particularly right at the start. So he has that little tam like little tantrum, like classic doctor. Mm. And then he turns to Barbara and goes like, oh, I'm really sorry. I lost my temper. Oh, I'm really sorry, dear. I lost my temper there. Whatever he says to her. I think he calls her dear, doesn't he? Go after him. I want yeah. to, you know, but he well, says it to her. And then he's very compassionate with Barbara. That was never the case, but very compassionate. That was not the case quite often in season one. And I was really surprised where, particularly after wanting to dump them at the end, like, <laughs> come from one extreme to the other. But right at, from the very start of that episode, it's a very different change of attitude. And particularly as right at the start, it's Doctor and Barbara going off and Ian and Susan. Um, so that was really interesting. Yeah, because you'd think he would go off with, well, he does end up with Susan, but it's, yeah, it's a different way they split up, isn't it? He rarely goes off with Barbara, very rarely. He usually goes off with Ian or or Susan. Mm. Rarely goes off with Barbara. But then, then you get Ian and Susan go when they go off and then Susan's quite intelligent and saying well yeah this could have happened and mm. you get that side of Susan yeah yeah in that way whereas if she goes off with when she goes off with the doctor she's more of the grandchild in that way she but then when she's back with Ian they're lighting the match and she's getting she's getting stuck in there helping yeah, out yeah. and but um no it's I, I found that really interesting that that sort of dynamic with them and like you say I think it it allowed for more uh, independence for um, the Susan character because she wasn't being mothered. She wasn't having to – it's not that Barbara mothers her, but I think in terms of 60s writing, by having those two together, that is how they're put together, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes it puts Barbara in a mothering role and it puts a doctor as the grandfather role. With Barbara out of it and poisoned you've got Susan looking after Barbara yeah yeah really it's 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 a really for dynamics of characters it's a really interesting episode Ian's right Barbara you need a cure if someone's infected what we've got to do is stop it being produced yes all right I think that's why I found it a really good episode it didn't play to the stereotypes that it has done for the whole of season one um it went down a completely different like path, it didn't follow what has been the typical pattern of all the Doctor Who episodes um, to date. Normally, like I say, they, I think that's it as well. You didn't really meet a villain. Well, no, because I was to say, I wasn't really interested. Those scientist characters were just on the edge. They really. were the you... villain, but they didn't impact mm. the main characters. No, they didn't. They, no, their, their story impacted the world that the characters were in but they didn't impact the characters and that was really interesting as well Mm. that's something that we've not had before and the cliffhangers were really good so you had the cat really good yeah yeah it was just really good it was really good in terms of like an opening episode to a season when you've had a break i would you know i was like yeah great I'd be watching that coming back and be like wow like you'd think so much like exciting stuff was gonna happen there's all these new effects all this like 
exciting big stuff, like you say, great cliffhangers. You see like the relationship of the characters. You'd be expecting like really, ex- and just seeing them working together, you'd be expecting really mm. exciting things. And like I say, like it's not the expected, like they meet the new people, there's some evil person, they go off, the other people get caught, they have to go and rescue them. Somehow they end up back where they were. They're about to go back, someone ends up, so they have to go back to the place again to try and get that one person back. This just happens every single other storyline. So mm. it, it was yeah, um, I, it, it was, was teamwork in this for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's what it was great. You've said all along, just get the, everyone had their bit. That's Yeah. <laughs> and we got it. Well, apart that's from Barbara collapsing, but you know. <laughs> no, but even then, even Barbara collapsing, she still actually was involved. She still helped. She, she yeah. didn't just sit on the sidelines. She no, still she like helped move that up. tab. Yeah. I know, exactly. She still did stuff. So she still got like that cork mm. and stuff. So which wouldn't have happened before. I mean, let's go back to Dalek Barbara, who would have just sat on the, um, a bit weak or whatever it was, you know, like that, that's gone. So yeah, no, it was a great episode. Mm. I really liked it for that. It was a really good one. I'm, I'm surprised at this one to watch it really properly only for the second time. Well, before we watched it, you said to me, you were like, mm, yeah, just, it's all right. So I wasn't I like, I was just kind of like, okay. When I've watched it before, I've seen that first episode. I thought, oh, yeah, I've seen the earthworm and the matches and okay. And I've not really paid attention to what the scientists were saying or what was actually going on with the poison. And then I've got a little bit bored, I think, of just seeing, because I, I wasn't really following the the story. I didn't, I just was looking at the visuals. And then after like halfway yeah. through the episode two, I was like, well, I've seen, I've seen this stuff. I, you know, and then when you get to the yeah, end yeah. and when they're trying to use a telephone and you see the woman in the switch, <laughs> in the switch room and it stuff. Felt, I'll tell you what it felt like. It did feel like two separate stories. You had what was going on with the, you know, the doctor and the companions and all that. But then it felt like a bit of a murder mystery, mm. the other story. Because right at the start, someone is shot. And like there is a murder right at the start. And it doesn't, like I say, it, it doesn't really impact them, but they see it. That's about it. They know about it. They don't solve it as such, but. You know, there is a murder. Um, that other guy, it's like, is involved. He gets involved in it. The people, like the woman on the phone, she ends up getting involved in it. They end up sending the policeman down. It all gets unraveled and discovered. Mm. It felt like a detective murder thing almost. Mm. It felt like a completely separate story. It felt like you've got the um, the giant, the regular stuff was like the kids' adventure stuff. And then you did have this more sort of adult... Like, yeah, it didn't yeah. feel like they went together, but it worked really well that they affected each other. This isn't business. This is science. The formula is unacceptable, and I can't, and I do mean can't, Mr. Forrester, allow DN6 to go into production. When he's washing yeah, his hands yeah. in the sink, and he's like doing that, yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> no it, was, it was exciting cliffhangers. It was great, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, and it was nice how they did fit together. So I think it'll be interesting to see. I'm Actually, it's on the DVD. They've reconstructed 
the extra missing sort of missing episode as as it were um i'm not sure was how there a missing it. episode well because it was four episodes and they made it into three so they oh, reconstructed right, it into right. a four episode story so i think oh. i don't know for sure there might have been a lot more of the other scientist story stuff that was just yeah. padding not but it didn't need it, yeah, it yeah. i think as it is yeah. it worked really well i don't think it should have been a four part if, yeah, as I say, everybody comes off well in it. The Doctor, they're back to the sort of Keys of Mariners team, enjoying the adventure. Yeah. I mean, I know it's like yeah. harrowing and stuff for them. <laughs> 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 Obviously, it would be if yeah. you were like, I don't know, the size of an inch and that's a getting in and out of the match. When Ian's in the bag and, the, you know. <gasps> when he's in the matchbox to begin with. Yeah. And he gets taken so far away from them. Yeah. Like all that. Like it's it's really good. I yeah. really enjoyed it. I think it it reminded me of when you first get a Doctor Who opening season like starter, like as in modern, you know, and you want that um, that episode to or anything. I'm not. I mean anything when you want that opening episode after a break to just bring you in and grab you. Mm. and it did that's good yeah. that is good it's a surprise it's a surprising one because it's not again it's not a fan favorite really it's not in anybody's top stories and i think i think fans out there i think you should watch it again <laughs> and it should get a bit more attention i think it just doesn't get the attention for some reason i don't no. know i just don't hear anybody talk about this one at all but it's maybe it's because though it is so different maybe yeah Maybe, and it's just, you know, three-parter. It's not a big epic, you know. It's so different to any that we see. I mean, but bear in mind, I've seen one season. So I'm comparing this to things that have Edge of Destruction in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I don't think it is. I can't think of anything that's similar. Not for a long time. Not a first Doctor story anyway. Mm. I I can only compare it to what I've seen. Mm. And it's interesting, like, anyone who listened to our last um, podcast and we talked about um, Susan and how one of the reasons that they kept her so young, her character, rather than focusing on the alien aspect, you said that what that one of the reasons is because um, so she was relatable. By putting it in a time that the audience knows that makes it relatable. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean All right, then all right, like they're not scientists. They're not like, but you're in outfits that people recognise. You're in a garden. You're in a house. These sort of things that people know and recognize and that's what yeah, feel. that's what happens much later on in the series when it's familiar stuff yeah. and it's more earth based later on. But this is and I wonder how many kids went to school and switched on the Bunsen burner and tried to like <laughs> put matches and <laughs> blow up aerosols and stuff <laughs> yeah. and actually it's got with the pesticides side of things i think that's quite unusual for a 60s kids show to talk about stuff like not environment i know it's not really like talking about the environment but it kind of is you know saying there's this poison that's dangerous and it's it's got a bit of a conscience to it in a way yeah, which yeah, absolutely. Very early on, for I don't think many 
many kids shows would I don't know would address even that think about it talk yeah, about yeah, that absolutely so yeah it's got a lot going for it I I if you're listening and you haven't seen this then you probably don't know what we're talking about but go and watch this <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's on brickbox yeah on brickbox give it a try uh and if you've only like me if you've only seen it once or or twice give it another go because it's it's definitely worth it yeah it's a good uh good start to the this series and a good start for us yeah. as well we're starting on a on a strong, strong. <laughs> it might not always be this strong <laughs> <laughs> You but, know now that it's not always going to be this way. It's up and down, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so up and down. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. Who's the writer then? Um, Louis Mark. I don't know if he's written any before Which this, book? actually. I think he was involved early on. I think, and this is me going back to things I've read in magazines, this was written as possibly a, the very, very first story, there was a version of this where they were miniaturised instead of an unearthly child way back. Uh, I think okay. there's, this script has been around for a, a long time in various forms and then it ended up here. So, Is this? Yeah. yeah. Um, I know he does. He writes some other ones later on. Um, and had he done season one stuff before? I, no, I don't think there's any that he's written before, no. Yeah, because I know season one, it was like it felt like two writers most of the time. Yeah, there was actually. Yeah, there wasn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Terry Nation did. Yeah, a few and yeah, and it, the last one was uh, the guy who did like Marco Polo, and he did. Um, it felt like a Kenneth was the name of the last one, but I've made that up. You're really testing me now on my <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> 1960s writers is not my strong point. <laughs> out of all the things you can ask me, <laughs> there are. I'm sure there's people out there that can name every single one. No, he's not written anything else. He hasn't written anything so far. This guy. So this yeah, is this his, is his first. first one. Yeah. So maybe that's why it feels maybe. fresh. Yeah. And- yeah. Cool. Um, well, then we ended up, right. just to finish off, what happened in the TARDIS at the end? Oh, the Doctor, yeah, he was flying the TARDIS and he said, I think I know where we are now. And then the next episode was called World's End. Yeah, and the screen was all fuzzy yeah. and he was like, oh, Jim Fix or something like yeah. that. And then he's like, oh, I think it's clearing. And then the title comes up on the screen. Yeah. So it's not, you know, we. I like that we've gone back into Which that. was really cool as well. Like, because normally it's just like across the whole of our screen, whereas this time it focused on that TV screen. That was yeah. really cool. So I'm going to ask you the, the, the question, where do you think we're going now? <laughs> what was it, the end of the world or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. It's a, um, like a favourite next coming up it's a, a big one next time okay i'm guessing the future i know i did hear it was six yeah. i like i heard it was a big one it is gonna be a big, um, it is gonna be a, a an eventful one next time okay which i'm excited about the future i'm guessing mm, we'll see we'll see cool only for it to be that sort of name it's got to be in the future yeah I think, yeah, you're pretty much so, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where, I don't know what, but it's in the future. Yeah, yeah. this this okay. series is is a good one. It's got, 
I'm what else can I say about this series? It's got my favorite ever first Doctor story in it. Oh, so that's exciting. That's coming up. Is it this no, one? No, not for a while yet. Okay. But my favorite okay. ever. It's probably got my least favorite as well. So <laughs> <laughs> Is that worse than Edge of Destruction? <laughs> so a lot is going on in this series. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but yeah. Well, um thanks everyone for listening and if you are new... It's quite a short one, there. It is, actually, yeah. Well, it's a short story, well, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's all positive. Yeah. And the characters are great. There's there's nothing really yeah. to... It, it Just watch it. It's just fun. go and watch it. We'll make up for, we'll make up for the positivity <laughs> in future <laughs> ones, I'm sure. <laughs> but if you uh, are new to Who, then watch along with us. I'm watching on the DVDs, um, and Sarah's got BritBox, and is, is, they're all on there. So there's lots of different ways to follow the series. Um, and if you are a long-time fan, watch along with us as well. And maybe you'll see these in a, in a new light, like I am. <laughs> <on some of them. laughs> um, you can follow us on Twitter, to watch who, and Instagram as well, to watch who. And yeah, we will see you next time for the next story. Where I I feel like the next story is going to be a long episode because there'll be a lot to talk about. Just predicting that now. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you. Yeah. Then. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. To watch who? Hey, Doctor Who, what are you talking about?